This program is presented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Hello, I'm Charlotte Kent, Editor-in-Chief of CDC's Morbidity and Mortality Weekly Report. Thanks for joining me for MMWR's weekly COVID-19 briefing for the week of February 22nd. In this episode, I'll discuss five MMWR COVID-19 reports. The first one describes the early success of a national COVID-19 vaccine campaign in Israel. Two reports detail COVID-19 outbreak investigations in gyms. The fourth shows how some skilled nursing facility residents may have been reinfected after being infected in a previous outbreak. The last report looks at clusters of COVID-19 in Georgia elementary schools and illustrates how the virus spreads. Receiving the COVID-19 vaccine when it becomes available to you remains critical to slow the spread of the virus and end the pandemic. On December 20, 2020, Israel initiated a national vaccination program against COVID-19 using the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine. Vaccination was prioritized for people 60 years and older, healthcare workers, and people with chronic conditions that increase risk for infection or severe disease. Investigators analyzed data on over 3.5 million vaccinated people in Israel after the vaccination campaign. The number of COVID-19 patients requiring mechanical ventilation was looked at as a way to assess the impact of vaccination on severe disease. The investigators determined the ratio of the daily number of COVID-19 patients requiring mechanical ventilation between two age groups with different vaccination rates. The ratio of patients over 70 years old to patients under 50 years old with severe COVID-19 requiring mechanical ventilation decreased by 67% compared with rates before the vaccination program. This report provides preliminary evidence at the population level for the reduction in risk for severe COVID-19 after vaccination with the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine. This real-world data shows that COVID-19 vaccination among eligible people can potentially reduce severe disease. Increased respiratory droplets during physical exercise can lead to the spread of COVID-19. Thus, even during high-intensity exercise, it's important to wear a well-fitting mask and stay at least six feet apart from others. The next two reports describe outbreak investigations at gyms in Hawaii and Chicago. In early July 2020, the Hawaii Department of Health was notified that a fitness instructor had experienced symptoms of COVID-19 and tested positive. At that time, gyms did not require masks. Before experiencing symptoms, the instructor taught classes at two gyms. The health department's outbreak investigation found that 21 COVID-19 cases were linked to this instructor, including a case in another fitness instructor who taught at a third gym. Among these secondary cases, 20 people had symptoms, and two of them were hospitalized. In another outbreak, the Chicago Department of Public Health was notified on September 8, 2020, of a potential outbreak at an indoor gym. 
Cases were identified among almost 70% of attendees at in-person classes. Many participated in classes on or after the day's symptoms started, and about three out of four reported that they didn't wear masks consistently during classes. The health department attributed this outbreak to a high proportion of class attendees with COVID-19 participating while ill or not experiencing symptoms, but still infectious. Infrequent mask use when participating in indoor exercise classes likely contributed to spread. These reports highlight the importance of taking steps to limit spread of COVID-19 in gyms, including requiring masks during exercise and physical distancing of at least six feet, decreasing class sizes, and improving ventilation. It's also important to stay home when you're sick or after being exposed to someone with COVID-19 and while awaiting test results. COVID-19 reinfections have been documented, but they are believed to be rare. The next report brings to light the possibility of reinfection in some residents of a skilled nursing facility. The Kentucky Department for Public Health and a local health department conducted an investigation at a skilled nursing facility during a second COVID-19 outbreak in October 2020, three months after a first outbreak in the facility in July. Five residents received positive test results during both outbreaks and had at least four consecutive negative test results between outbreaks, suggesting that they had been reinfected. During the first outbreak, three of the five patients were asymptomatic and two had mild symptoms that resolved. During the second outbreak, all five residents with recurrent positive test results had symptoms. One of these residents was hospitalized and died. This report highlights that it's important to take preventive measures to limit spread of COVID-19, even among people who have already been infected. These strategies include frequent hand washing, staying six feet apart, wearing well-fitting masks, testing, isolation and quarantine, and vaccination for all residents and staff. Understanding how COVID-19 spreads in schools is critical to improving the safety of in-person learning. The next report describes how multiple organizations at federal and local levels partner to learn more about how COVID-19 spreads in elementary schools. During December 2020 to January 2021, CDC and partners identified nine COVID-19 clusters in six Georgia elementary schools within one school district. These clusters involved 13 educators and 32 students and led to infections in at least 18 family members. Eight of the nine clusters involved spread from educators to students. Two clusters likely involved spread from educator to educator during in-person meetings or lunches. This was followed by spread from educators to students in the classroom and resulted in 15 of 31 cases associated with school. Spread from student to educator and from student to student also occurred. Spread in the classroom likely occurred during small group instruction and because of challenges with physical distancing and appropriate mask use. 
These findings suggest that educators can play an important role during in-school spread and that COVID-19 infections can happen when there are lapses in preventive measures like physical distancing and mask wearing. Although not required for reopening schools, vaccinating educators when the COVID-19 vaccine is available to them might help reduce the spread of the virus in schools. In-person learning benefits children and communities. To limit spread in schools, it's critical to follow strategies such as avoiding non-essential in-person educator meetings and lunches, wearing masks, maintaining physical distance, and taking precautions outside of school. Thank you for joining us for this week's briefing. To stay up to date on the latest MMWR reports on COVID-19, go to cdc.gov MMWR and subscribe for free. You can also subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Stay safe and stay well. For the most accurate health information, visit cdc.gov or call 1-800-CDC-INFO.